Hello and welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and resident business coach, serving you straight up business advice to help you start, grow and scale the business of your dreams. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, we're diving into a topic that I get asked about all the time. Like I think in the last week, I've I've had at least five people reach out to me, Instagram DMs, coaching clients, uh, friends at pubs, and talk about fear. Fear of taking action. How do we move through fear? How do we take action? How do we... Uh, what should our perspective on fear be? And I think that this is a topic I'm sure I've talked about many of times and it comes up all the time with interviews particularly. But uh, I've read some a book recently and so a lot of what I am going to talk to has been inspired by a book called The Attributes by, I will reference it in the show notes, I think his name is Rich Devini, Devani, um, and he talks about these different attributes that make a high performing or optimal performance in a person. And obviously one of them is courage and the opposite of courage is fear, acting in the face of fear. So there's some reference notes through that. Um, but let's um, get into it because I want to start by saying that some of the people, some of the things and statements that I've received are things like, I've had this idea for ages, but I just don't do anything about it. And I just like, why can't I start? And another one that I heard was, um, I've done all the planning and I'm doing this thing. Now I feel like I'm avoiding. And this is a good one for coaching clients of mine. It can be like, ooh, like I know what I've done or I've done all the things I need to do and then like can really avoid taking the next steps and the next pieces of action. Uh, so that's a good one. And then people who just are completely frozen by fear, just no um, ability to, to just like they know it. It's just like it's pure fear and it's here. So let's jump into it. This is a quote from the book, The Attributes, and it's on my phone. I'm listening to it, so I don't have it to show you or to uh, reference, but I will definitely put the notes uh, in the show notes, the, the book and the credits. Um, so the book, the quote is, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather an ability to function despite of it. And I love this because I think that a lot of people think, and I get asked this question and I always ask it to podcast guests because I know what the answer is going to be. Everyone has fear. We all get scared. It's a, it's a natural response. It's a programmed response. And the definition to this is that it starts in our mind and it's something that is programmed in us to help us to identify the things in our surroundings that could be detrimental to our well-being or safety. And that was, I was like, oh yeah, duh. But then I was like, hang on, let's actually really look at that for a second. How much of our fear is actually from our surroundings or 
Is it in our head? So if you think about that definition, right, it starts in our minds because it's a programmed response to identify the things in our surroundings that could be detrimental to our well-being and safety. So it's often, it's kind of programmed there for a external response, something outside of us. It's It's a surrounding threat coming at us. And so I think if you're experiencing fear about something, one of the first questions to ask yourself is, is this fear coming from a surrounding, which means it's probably a really legitimate threat and you should get out of the way or you should protect yourself or you should, yeah, um, understand your environment and be aware of it so as to, you know, be prepared to take action Um, and or... (laughs) Is it a fear in your head, which is what will people think of me? Am I good enough? What happens if I fail? Which is probably a lot of shame and guilt, right? Or, yeah, guilt. I think guilt in a way that it could be that you go, yeah, you. if I take this and am I too selfish, you know, or, you know, who do I think I am to be able to say that I'm an expert or whatever? Uh, self-doubt, all of those things. So, First question is there, asking yourself, is it a legitimate um, surrounding coming to you as a threat or is it something probably internal? And the other interesting thing that I read through this book is that it is fear is actually exists so that we don't get complacent because if we didn't get, if we didn't have fear, we would just be like lying around, you know, like there would, you would, you wouldn't have it as a, be able to sense when something's going wrong, you wouldn't move out of the way, you wouldn't stop yourself from touching um, something hot or, or, you know, being aware of snakes on a bushwalk. So it is, it's a mechanism to help us to not become complacent. So it should exist. And therefore, courage can't exist without fear as well. Because if we didn't experience fear, if we didn't have a feeling of this is a little bit scary or, you know, I'm on edge and, you know, I'm hyped up and I'm highly aware of my surroundings and I'm probably taking in lots of information because I'm scanning my environment for, you know, safety or threats. And, but that's where courage is, you know, comes in, it's activated. Courage is activated because the fear response happens. So we need to counteract it with courage. But maybe we wouldn't be as courageous if we didn't have fear, right? So can they? Can we start to look at fear as a way that activates our courage and say, okay, this is a fear response. It's happening in my body and it's assessing my surroundings. And cool. What do I do when fear happens? I allow my courage to be activated. And I bring in courage, right? And so then you build the attribute of courage. Um, Okay, so the cool thing here, which is that when the fear response is activated in our bodies and we start to scan our environment, we have obviously fight, flight or freeze, which is the common responses when something, when someone is in a fear reactive response, we're in that heightened state. And we can either fight, which is to move forward towards the fear, flight, which is obviously to run or to freeze. So the interesting thing through this research that um, Rich talked about in, in the attributes is that they found that when somebody moved towards fear, 
So to fight, to choose to fight and to move towards it, um, to have courage and move towards that fear, it triggered a dopamine reward chemical. So as you move forward, your brain was rewarded and it inspired you to keep moving forward. So it was a motivation for the brain to seek more of the dopamine release in the body, which is a reward chemical for taking that action. And so this really brought me back to that um, man in the arena um, poem or, or whatever. Brene Brown talks about it a lot. Um and it says, you know, I don't want to be the person on the side. Like I want to be the man in the arena. I want to be the one having um, the experience being beaten, beaten around and like, yeah, the the triumph and the, the accolades go to the person who's in the arena. And it's about, you know, there's so many quotes and so many different references that you've got to be in it to win it, you know, and... Um, the rich get richer and, you know, the same people keep getting the same experiences and like, you know, the same opportunities and stuff. And I look at all those and I'm like, because is that maybe because of courage? It's actually because it's not, it, it's, it's a fear. Overcoming fear is a split choice moment to have courage and to move towards the fear. And we'll talk about how to do that, but is courage actually in in a split moment, you know, like jumping into an arena or taking one step and you can start small, right? The the dopamine release has got nothing to do with how big it was, right? And everyone's going to be different, but the dopamine is released when you move towards and you get rewarded by taking action, which if you've been here for a while, you will know that one of my favorite sayings is just start. And it's so simple and so cliche, and I think a lot of people use it. I've been saying it since the very beginning, and now I feel so validated <laughs> in the reason you just start is because you get a dopamine reward. There's plenty of other reasons I will go. I would love to share with you over and over about just starting, the information that you receive, the dopamine, obviously, also the personal reward and proof to yourself that you can do it. Um, so really interesting that we have a fear response, then we have a choice, fight, flight, or freeze. And I think when it comes, there is definitely like, you know, I saw a car accident a couple of weekends ago and then what else did I see? Another tragic thing. Um, oh, let's talk about, I mean, I won't go into detail, but I saw a car accident and it's really interesting to watch. It was in a public space. Yeah, you watch how people's natural response are and that was a, a unfamiliar experience where we're like, what just happened? You know, and then what are we supposed to do? And and everybody reacts differently. Some people freeze, some people run towards it and, and help to help, you know, help the situation. Um, and that is an, that is a experience where the fear response is probably, you know, it, it's really innate and we don't have much control over it and it's just, you know, how we respond in that really panicked moment, right? Um, but what I'm going to argue to you today is if you, your fear is about taking action on a business or, um, you know, going after a dream or a goal or, you know, asking for what you want or, you know, putting yourself out there, then 
I think you should question whether that fear that you're experiencing is a a perpetuated story that you're telling yourself in your mind or is it a real threat? And even if it is a real threat, there is ways to mitigate that. But I would say that most of the time fear is something that we can harbour and hold on to and, and use as an excuse as to why we're not taking action because it's not an emergency situation where you have to respond and you have to spark into a response. Taking action on a business is something that you can plan for. It it means that you can surround yourself with coaches and mentors and other experts and and colleagues and like-minded people. You can find evidence that it's possible. You know, there's plenty that you can do and then you have to start. And the fear, I'm going to argue, is actually coming from the mind of shame or self-doubt or a perception of yourself, which you have the power to change. And the first thing you can do is to take action regardless of what it's saying, because you've done the work to mitigate the risk, right? So we'll talk that into that more. But um, this is where courage comes in. This is where you go, okay, I'm feeling fear. I've done all the planning. Now I just have to hit go on my website or I have to go and ask somebody to hire me or I'm going to order my product and and trust that I, and, 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 you know, launch my website and tell everyone that I'm running a business. That's where courage comes in. It's an attribute that you can work on, that you are born with and that you can grow and evolve like like a muscle, right? But it can't exist without fear. And this is the fear happens. Stop shaming, like stop making fear this big demon. Fear is just a thing, right? Yes, it's a scary thing and it has a really strong bodily response. But can you say, well, I know I've got something that's going to help me with fear. It's called courage. (laughs) And if I take a step in the direction of the fear, that is practicing the courage muscle. And science has proven that you will be rewarded with dopamine and results, which helps you to keep moving. It's momentum. Okay. And you can practice picking it. Okay. The that's the thing is like we and why I, you know, I'm so obsessed with Dr. Joe Dispenser and my meditation practices. And I noticed it myself too. It's like we have the ability to observe our our thinking and our feeling and our emotions and we have the ability to go okay well I'm also going to take charge of those so fear doesn't need to run the show it doesn't need to run the system it doesn't need to run you okay it is the ability to activate courage in you um, but it doesn't need to run the program so you can consciously choose to move towards it and trust that you'll be rewarded and I'm just going to take a little side step here because I'm in a bit of a risk, but I was taught, thinking about when I was writing these notes out about momentum and then I was like, I'm going to look up, you know, the science of momentum and motion. And so obviously Newton comes up and um, talking about, uh, there was a couple of things that came up and I'm I'm going to kind of put a bit of a weird spin on them, but hey, let's see if it works. <laughs> Um, so there was so the laws of, you know, mo- of motion and, um, a lot of, um, it was two, two things that said objects that are not being pushed tend to come to rest. 
was one of the the, the quotes of the laws of motion, Newton's three laws of motion. And I thought, okay, let's put a bit of a out-of-the-box spin on that quote and about how, you know, objects or people that are not being pushed tend to come to rest. And that kind of reminded me of that thing that, that I read from the book is that fear exists so that we don't get complacent. And for me, complacent means stagnation and sitting still. So how interesting to think that, you know, the laws of physics actually also say when things aren't being pushed, they come to rest. And is fear not a thing that pushes us outside of our comfort zone, right? And 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 so that maybe the thing that is pushing us is the fear and the uncertainty and, you know, and but it, it's helping us to, it also forces us into momentum. It forces us into motion. And then the second thing that I read was that if a body has a net force acting on it, it is accelerated, right? And so if it doesn't have a force pushing on it, then it's stagnant. It's It's not in motion. And so a net force acting on it, pushing or creating um, you know, pressure on it means that it accelerates, it moves forward, it takes action. So what if we were to look at fear through the eyes of physics and say that this is a force, fear is a, a force that can be pushing on us to grow, to accelerate and to gain momentum. All right, so I had this, um, you know, experience. Now, I want to jump into how to to support you guys with this and to actually do it. And um, it's really important to note that, yes, you know, everyone's fear levels are different based on our experiences and our perceptions. Um, and you have to do what is right for you. But it is, um, it is something that can, you know, that we can choose to overcome in in this business environment particularly, right? Um, but it also was proven that when we, you know, have that fear and it and it causes us to fight, fight or freeze, and if we choose to to fight and we move towards that, then we it drives us into motion and we're rewarded with the dopamine to keep going. Um, and it also showed that the repetition of this um, and and re, um, you know moving towards the fear experience over and over again can also be proven to make um, eventually the repetition means that the fear will reduce and um, it becomes a comfortable experience so that you can put it into a learnt experience and it's not a new experience anymore, which I'm going to say is a lot of where fear comes from. So courage is a choice and this is where I want to jump into the how. It is a decision that you can make over and over again to trust that you have done the proper planning, that you will be rewarded from a dopamine hit um, and then you've got what it takes to move in this direction and in step by step. So how do we do this? And this is just, you know, me sitting down and saying this is how I do it for myself and also how I would probably advise a client or a, a close friend um, to, to go through this. So firstly, how do you overcome fear? You have to catch the fear response. You have to be so aware of yourself and your emotions and the stories that you're telling yourself. Is this because the brain wants to tell the story that this is real fear and this is a real threat and that we are in danger and that may or may not be the truth. And your job is to catch that and to assess that and to assess the real danger 
or the the external environment that could be posing threat to you and what does it feel like for you and this is where meditation and journaling and an outside um, opinion of a coach or a mentor or someone can help because it's so easy to create these stories in our head and believe them as fact when sometimes they're not so much. So catch the fear responses step one. By practicing being aware of your thoughts, what are you telling yourself? Is it real? Do the risk assessment. That's why people come for coaching because they're like, here's the idea, here's everything. Now I'm up against fear and I'm not taking action. And so it's like, okay, cool. Let me look at it. No, it's good. We're good to go. There's a great plan or we're going to do these things and then we'll be ready to go. And now we need to do this and we're going to go, right? And so Um, it helps people to get out of their own head. It's that external validation and it helps to break some of the stories we sometimes tell ourselves. Um, So starting to identify, I'm scared or this is scary, okay? And that's okay. I feel scared. It's fine. That's good. It means you're actually aware. You're not just acting from it. The worst part, the fact that you're probably even listening to this podcast means that you're already good at this because some people can't even say that they're not acting because they're scared, because they're actually believing the story that they're telling themselves, which is now is not the right time, or I can't afford it, or somebody else is better than me, or I've already tried, or, you know, one day down the future when the timing is right and the environment's different, you know. And so all of that I think is sometimes, not all the time, but most of the time, fear. (laughs) And that fear um, is manifesting as a story because they're not aware of what it really is. Um, so when you're able to identify and say you're scared, you're already ahead of so many people. The second thing is that that's identifying it. Then you just have to decide that you have a choice. And this is why when you understand these things, and this is why I do this podcast, because when you understand it, you can help yourself, right? You can go, oh, that's right. I now understand what fear really is, that I don't have to let it run the show anymore. So you have a choice. You can stay stagnant in fear and you'll probably be back at this decision, you know, fork in the road in a few weeks, months, years, however long you can decide to live with a stagnant energy in your body. Um, and the second one, so if you can stay stagnant in fear and let it manifest and you'll just have to face it all over again, you know, whatever, whenever time that is. Or you can decide to move towards fear and you can get a reward. So if you, in this moment, you can, you know, maybe before you decide whether you want to stay stagnant or move, what's the appropriate amount of fear? Are you allowing this to run the show? Are you giving it a story? Are you giving it power? Are you giving it strength over you? Is this an appropriate amount of fear? And, you know, we can go into practical things here where, yeah, you can do a budget and willing. how much are you willing to invest, how much are you willing to lose, um, you know, what will, what will you do if it doesn't work, all of those things. They're really good to do. That's amazing. Sometimes you might you need to get a coach for that or you need to, um, you know, get somebody outside of you to help with that and that might be the first way that you move towards fear, you know, is just call someone and ask somebody. Or you maybe you've done all that risk assessment and you're like, okay, now I have to just hit go. Um, and you've got this huge amount of fear and you're like, nope, I'm, I'm going to back away from it. That's where you ask yourself, is this appropriate amount of fear? And am I going to stay stagnant or am I going to move towards it? And then you you make your decision from there. 
But the trick is to manage your internal environment and to be aware, be self-aware, to ask yourself the questions. Um, but it can be developed and this is it. This is where courage comes into play. You have to choose. You get to choose. You can practice the muscle of courage and it gets easier because you choose it and choose it, choose it, and you get choose it. And the body is hardwired that when you are courageous and you choose it, you get rewarded for it. You get a reward for moving towards something that was scary and unknown. And then you have the evidence to keep doing it. And it might be starting, it might be scaling, it might be writing a book or asking for a promotion or speaking up for your opinion in an, in, in a, um, conversation with a group of colleagues or whatever it is. But it can be developed and it can start small and you can choose to move through fear. Okay, I hope that helps. Um, Catch the fear response. It's a response that starts in your body and then assess the appropriate amount of fear for that. You know, it's okay to name that you're scared, that this is scary, and then you have a choice. Are you going to stay in your fear and stay stagnant or are you going to allow the pressure, the the force of fear and the power that it is moving through your body and the experience and move towards it? Are you going to channel the adrenaline and the heightened experience and, and take a step towards it and get your reward? Because when you're acting towards, move towards fear and you don't let it completely um, cripple you, you're in a heightened space, space of awareness. You be, you become aware to, um, to take action, to, to observe your surroundings, to learn, to, to, to be really diligent in your, um, in your decision making. And that's a good thing as well. You know, it's good to harness that. So manage that internal environment and you decide whether you're going to move towards courage and practice that muscle, that attribute, or you're going to stay stagnant in fear and probably, um, yeah, get unwell or unhappy. (laughs) Okay, let me know how you go. I hope that helps. I would love to hear from you and um, have a great day. Happy holidays. Um, if you need help with overcoming fear, get in touch and I would love to hear from you. I love working on this stuff and yeah, let me know how you go. Have a good day.